0: We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember, to love God, love people and love life.
1: Bible or a phone. Let's lift your hand up, put it in the air, put it up there like you do care. And we're going to make this quick confession of faith because we're going to hit several scriptures tonight. Let's say it. One, two, ready? Let's read. I am ready to receive and fully submit to God's word, which is the lamp to my feet and light to my path. In this year of fruitfulness, I will manifest good results in every area of my life, In Jesus' name, amen. I, tonight, am going to answer your questions. This is what you asked about relationships. Y'all ready to go to work? Here's question, pregunta number one. Here's number one. It says this, why are some people so commonly unfaithful, unpleasant, and cruel? Have you ever wondered why some people just are mean, nasty, got a bad attitude, don't do right by people? Anybody ever wondered that? So so watch this. Let's get into this question right after we pray. Father, tonight even though we're answering questions, the reality is every message is an answer to questions. And so tonight I pray that you customize, tailor-make every answer tonight, that it would answer the unasked questions of many individuals. I now am a vessel for you to speak through and move through, because in 2019, we do not have time for bad relationships, messed up relationships, toxic relationships, cancerous relationships. No. Everybody sitting at our table is bringing something to the table in 2019. In 2019, all of our relationships are good. They are productive, and they are godly. We reject anything that is not so, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Would you give God a big old hallelujah right there i said a big old hallelujah wednesday right there so here's the question. Why are some people so commonly unfaithful, unpleasant, and cruel? The reality is, y'all, we've all dealt with people that are this way. Uh, commonly unfaithful, that means they're unloyal. They're disloyal, in fact. That means they don't have the ability to do what they commit to do. Number one, let me tell you, it's because a person can only give to you what they give to themselves. Jesus says, love your neighbor how? As yourself. That's a mathematical equation, which means I can only give to you what I give to me. So if a person is unfaithful to themselves, they will not be faithful to you. If they say they're going to the gym and they don't, they can't possibly keep their word with you. Y'all not talking. If they say they're gonna be somewhere at eight o'clock and they don't get there until ten thirty the next day, you need to know that they have an in. Watch this. They are incapable of keeping their word to you because they cannot give to you what they do not give to themselves. You got it? <laughs> Unpleasant. That just means they have a nasty disposition and cruel. Cruel just means watch this. That they are not just angry. Watch this. But they are intentionally demeaning in their anger. Okay. Anybody ever met somebody like that? Okay, if you never met somebody like that, you might be the person that your neighbor has met that's like that. All right. Here's Mark 7.13. It's right there. It says, there is nothing outside of a person, this English English standard version, that uh, that by going into him can defile him. Watch this. He says, nothing going on around you, watch this, defiles you. But the things that come out of a person are what defile him. Here's a better word for defile, define him. In other words, you are defined by what you do, which means you can have a lot of cruelty happen to you. You don't have to be that way. You can have a lot of unfaithful, disloyal people in your life. It doesn't mean you have to be that way. You could have even been dropped by people who should have lifted you up. You can be betrayed by people who should have been there for you. But you don't have to be that way. Jesus says, stop blaming what happened to you for why you are the way you are. And realize you get to be the interruption. Come here, to the dysfunction in your bloodline. You get to be the curse breaker. You get to be the difference maker. Somebody say, that's who I am. People are that way because that's what's in them. People can only do what's in them. People can never do something that's not in them to do. Why didn't so-and-so do that? It's not in them to do. Why did so-and-so treat me that way? It's in them to be that way. People can never do what's not in them. Got it? Okay, so watch this. Let's pray this prayer. Everybody, hands lifted. Say, Father, in Jesus' name, take the mess out of me, unfaithfulness out of me, drama out of me, foolishness out of me, and instead, fill me with your Holy Spirit, so that everything that comes out of me from this day forward, it's godly. Help me keep my tongue and watch my mouth. So I use it to build and not to break. In Jesus' name. If you believe it, you ought to put a hand clap right there. Here's the second question. Got a party to go to? With my dream team. How can I forgive something, here it is, cruel that was done to me? Okay? Listen, let's, let me tell you. you don't, watch this. Forgiveness isn't an issue of what was done to you wasn't cruel. <laughs> Got it? You only need to forgive folks because what they done was cruel. Okay? Now, Matthew 6.15. Anybody have been hurt? Okay? We all have been. If you have not been hurt, then you don't have a heart. Okay? All right. And guess what, guys? We're, you're going to be hurt some more can I tell you the truth? Life is a contact sport. You're gonna take some hits. And when you play not to get hit, what did we learn a few series ago? When you play not to get hit, you're gonna waste time backtracking because you're like in a football game and you're doing all these extra moves to try to not get hit. So what's gonna consequently happen is that you're gonna waste energy not moving forward but going backward, avoiding the inevitable. So you are gonna be hit, you're gonna be lied on. Matter of fact, watch this. If you're not afflicted, you must not be gifted. <laughs> I need you to know that proof that you're the real deal is that people hate on you. Watch this. Not for what you have, but for what you're talking about having. They they got issues with you because of what you dream about and what you prophesy and what you speak. You ain't even got it yet, and they got an issue with you. Okay? Somebody say, I know I'm the real thing. Yeah, when God built you, the Bible says that he crowned you with honor and he crowned you with glory. When God made you, he made an original. You better hear me, which means you okay but when you're an original that means you're gonna get watch this original attacks they're gonna come up with stuff for you and you're like where did this come from how did where they do that at what in the world is going on here's what i need you to know got it you're gonna be hurt that's life you're gonna watch this you're going to care about somebody watch this that doesn't care back That's life. How do you know, Bishop? Because that's what they did to Jesus. And God says, watch this. A student is not greater than his teacher. A servant isn't greater than his master. So whatever people have done to God, they're going to do to you. Jesus loved people that didn't love him back. He cared about people that treated him like trash. You know what he said when he's hanging on that tree? Father! Forgive him. Notice, he didn't say he wasn't mad. He he didn't say he wasn't angry. He didn't say he wasn't ticked off. He didn't say none of that. He just said, Father, forgive them because they're crazy. They know not what they do. That's the legal definition of insanity. He said, right now, they are insane. They don't even understand that I'm the only way for them to go up and I'm the one they're trying to take out. Some people didn't know that, watch this, you were their breakthrough. Come here. Some people didn't know that you were their blessing. Come here. Some people didn't know that you were the reason that their ship didn't sink because you were on that thing. And when they stabbed you in the back, they didn't realize they were taking out their own provision, taking out their own warrior. But you know what you got to do when people do that? Matthew 6.15. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, you know what a trespass is? They knew what they would do. Ah! They knew it. When you trespass, you walk onto somebody else's property full well knowing it's not yours. If you, watch this, if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Wow. God says you have to forgive them. Why? Not for them. Forgiveness is for you. I'm not carrying that with me. I'm not carrying this issue with me. I'm not carrying this drama with me. I'm not carrying that. When you do not forgive, you carry a dead body around and wonder why your life stinks. Amen. Question number three. I got a party to go to with my dream team. As a single mom who serves in church faithfully, where is it safe to be found? Okay? Ruth chapter 2. We're not going to read the whole chapter. Reading your own time. All right? Ruth chapter 2 talks about Boaz. And Boaz finds this fine woman. He finds her serving, which means where you're found is indicative of the quality of the person finding you. Come here. All right? So here's the truth, though. Let's not go super deep, right? Let's not go overly super deep. You can be found anywhere. I'm just gonna tell you some places where you're probably going to be found by something you don't want to be found by. You, at the club, listen, they're looking for a booty call. They're not looking for a bride. I'm just telling you the truth. So if you're in there tell about, I'm find God gonna give me somebody. No. No, you're just not I'm just telling you, you're not. okay? On these dating sites, you got to be careful that might not be that person. That might not even be a man. It might be the opposite. You don't know. It's quiet in the church. but you can be found anywhere. You can be found at the mall? You can be found at Walmart? <laughs> Target? <laughs> Nordstrom's. Nordstrom. Uh, You can be found anywhere. Just be mindful, watch this, of where you're found. And and if you're unfamiliar, why did it say found? The Bible says he who finds a wife. So where where is it safe to be found? You just need to be careful that the places you're being found aren't going to have the type of person catching you that you want. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Okay? But don't make it overly deep. Don't make it overly deep. Just always be your best. Stop leaving the house with a robe and roller set on. Come here. You better walk out like today might be the day. Hold on. Let me get my fine together because today, Boaz might be out there in the field. Me, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You can find Boaz at the gas station. Won't he do it? Okay. Well, and, you, and you got a roller set in. Hey. I got to move on. Got a party to go to. <laughs> when a couple marries for better or worse, how are they not in love anymore? First off, if you fall in love, you will fall out. Okay? If you haven't learned anything else in this series, I pray that you've learned that love is a decision. Okay? So, so, so check this out. You, you don't fall in love because if you fall in love, you can fall out of love. Okay? So you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. The question becomes, Is well, how are they not in love anymore? Psalm 11 and 3, it's right there. If the foundations are destroyed, we've learned this, what can the righteous do? The issue is, is that you didn't fall out of love, it's that your foundation was never good. The only ones deceived were you two. And you probably weren't deceived, you probably chose to ignore what was in front of you, putting some anointing on, talking about, Lord, do it. God is not responsible, watch this, for the, you ready for this one? God is not responsible for the problems of those that ignore his instructions. If we do our own thing and ignore his instructions, God is like, that. you did that. Now, I can take a bad thing and work it for your good, but you ain't even admitted it's a bad thing. Mm. Okay, so, so, so watch this. If you see some cracks in that foundation, I hope you've learned in the series, you got to go back and do the work. And by doing the work, you got to get messages. you got to get information. Here's the reality. It's not just going to get better. You're not going to just wake up one day and just everything's better, like everything just changed overnight. The only place that happens is in Lifetime movies, and normally it goes the opposite way in a Lifetime movie, okay? All right, so the foundations are destroyed. And what does the Bible say? If the foundations are destroyed, what you going to do? In other words, it's a rhetorical question. It's like you can't do anything if the house is on a foundation that's failing. So we got to get our foundations together, and we've learned that in the series. Here's the next question. How do you know when you're uh, not equally yoked? You grew up in church, you heard this saying a lot, okay? All right, what that means, specifically, let's go 2 Corinthians 6.14, do not be unequally yoked with what? Unbelievers, okay? For what partnership does righteousness have with lawlessness or what fellowship with light with darkness? Here's what that means. Yoke is a term uh, that was used to connect two oxen together, and it was a uh, wooden piece that would connect two oxen together. Uh, Let me have, come here, you, and come here, you, come here, you. These uh, these two of my OGs, they were with me at the Capitol today. I almost didn't make it in there. I said, y'all, I said, y'all go pray for me. I almost didn't make it. All right, so here's a yoke. Um, Here's a yoke. It was a metal piece that would go on your neck and go on your neck so that anywhere y'all went, y'all had to go together. Come on, come come on, come on, come on. No, together, (laughs) together. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Here's the thing with a yoke. The Bible says, can we go deep for a minute? The Bible says that the anointing oil breaks yokes. Sometimes your issue isn't the issue. Your issue is that you're yoked to the issue. So your issue isn't that negative coworker. Your issue is that you're yoked to him. Your, your issue, watch this, isn't your family name. It's that you're yoked to them. Is that you're still connected to them. So when the scripture says unequally yoked, it's more than just being an unbeliever or a non-Christian. When the scripture says unequally yoked, watch this. If you believe in tithing and they don't, you don't have the same yoke. If faithful church attendance is important to you and not important to them, you're unequally yoked. It's quiet <laughs> in the church. So, so you can be unequally yoked on a variety of different things. Thank you, gentlemen. So what happens is this. So watch this. Uh, how do you know when you're not equally yoked? It's very simple. Conversations reveal that. Wherever it is that we do not have the same connection about something that should be a non-negotiable, we are unequally yoked. Okay? Did y'all test that? About something that should be non-negotiable. Now, so, so things that are negotiable. You like you, know, you like Pepsi. Lift your hands. Father, I speak deliverance in the church of God. I was so disappointed by the responses. I just said, I'm just going to shut the whole thing off. You might like Pepsi. They might like Coke. In the South, we call it Coca-Cola. Now watch. Um, and, and so that's not something to say. But We're praying about it. It doesn't matter. Are y'all catching the point? Okay, you like scary movies and, and and they don't, and they give you some spiritual reason why they don't. Just say, I don't want that in my spirit. Because Look, lady, come on. Look, just chill out. It's too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. It's okay. It's all right. Okay. Now, I'm not making fun of anybody. Okay. Just, just but that is too deep. But, but now, if you don't want to watch it, you ain't got to watch it. You, are you getting the point? But non-negotiables, like belief in Jesus. How are you talking about, I'm just a prayer warrior? Now now look, he don't love God yet. What are you doing? You you about to get yourself toe up. That's what you're doing. But the Bible says the unbelieving spouse, Up, key spouse, you ain't married. That scripture doesn't apply to you. What you're doing is in rebellion with the plan to change somebody. Okay, move on. Next question: Got a party to go to. How do you, how do you know they're in love with you and not in lust? Okay, so, um, First John three eighteen. 18. let us not love in word or in talk, but in deed and truth. Say this with me: Talk is cheap, cheap. action speak. Act Say it again: Talk is cheap, action speak. Talk is cheap. Action speak. Accents speak. <laughs> oh, see? Now, y'all got something to do when you go home. Lust just means desire. Can I tell you something? Lust isn't sin. <gasps> the word lust just means desire. What you're lusting after might be sin. The word lust just means strong desire. People say, You got lust in your heart. Jesus said, For another woman, and you're married. That was the sin. What you're lusting after may be sinful. Lust itself, which is strong desire, that's not sin. Okay, the word has been demonized by, uh, by a lack of understanding. And, and, and so, so let's get that understanding. So, but really what a person's asking in this question, how do you know the person loves you and they're just not, they just don't have strong desire for you? It's in their actions. It's in their deeds. It's in what they say, it's in how they act, it's in how they treat you, it's it's, it's in all of these different things. Got it? And here's the real revealer. If every conversation boils back down to something sexual, (laughs) ding, 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 ding. Okay? Like if everything is about, I can't say that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, If everything is sexualized, Listen. If everything is sexualized, that's a good, that's a that's a that's a good 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 indicator that okay, we got some issues going on here. Okay. So it's very important that you just watch this, pay attention to the deeds. The actions are speaking to you. What are their actions saying? I don't believe people's words. This is me personally. I talk to them. That's me. Okay, I look at what they do. Got it? Because what they do is a revelation of how they really think, how they really feel, what's really going on. Say this with me. Say, what's really going on? Watch what they do. Okay? Watch this. If you... Did, can I go deep real quick? If you weren't so addicted to hearing things that make you feel good, you'd be able to pay attention to the actions of people. Most of us are addicted. We know they're lying. <laughs> but we're addicted to hearing stuff that makes us feel good. It loads us loads up our body with dopamine and this is, oh, I feel good. that, I would. This feels great. Okay? Okay? Talk is cheap. Actions speak. Okay? Here, here's the next question. Here's the next question. I got a party to go to. Here's the next question. I'm a dream team. How can you tell you're the right fit for someone? This is a good one. Exhibit A, my zoo puzzle. Come on, Exhibit A. Y'all got it? Y'all see the zoo? Okay, so how do you know you're the right fit for somebody? You got lions, just go with it. Tigers, bears, oh my. Yeah, ain't no tiger, but you know we're, go- we're gonna go with that. Um, <laughs> thank you, yeah, they wanna make sure you know. Um, so now, look here now. How do you know you're the right fit? Well, there's some very obvious things, right? Like um, this piece here, this piece here, clearly, does not fit up here. See that? Y'all see this here? See, ain't no way to finagle this, right? Okay. Here, here's the thing with fit. And sometimes when we, when we, watch this, can I go deep? Yes, sometimes, and remember, this is beyond romantic relationships. This is business, this is friendships, this is family. This I can't control my family. No, but you can control your level of relationship with your family. Okay, because some of y'all, you need to tell them, I love you from over here. Jesus did the same thing. When, when, uh, when Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him one time when he was preaching, one of his disciples said, Jesus, your mother and brother, stay right there, your mother and brother, they are, uh, they're, here to, uh, they're here to see you. Jesus says, who is my mother and brothers? He points to his disciples and says, whoever does the will of my father, this is my mother and brother. What did Jesus do? He created a distinction between relatives and family. Relatives means we share common ancestry and a bloodline. Family means we're headed in the same direction, which means you can have more family that doesn't have your blood. Ah, then you do family that does have your blood. That's Bible. Touch your neighbor, and say that's Bible. This doesn't fit. You know what we sometimes do when we're trying to get a fit? Here's what we do: we close our eyes. No, oh, it fits. No, that's a fit right there. No. Shut up, our Father in Jesus' name, Lord, just do it. Lord, touch. Lord, move. Oh, Lord, I covered in Jesus' name. Hey, glory! covered. hey, I covered in Jesus' name. And after you've done all that, still don't fit. Ephesians 4.16, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint which is, uh, with which is the crib. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so it builds itself up in love. He says when you have the right fits, here's what happens. The body grows, it builds itself up, and it does it in love. Here's what that means. You know you've got the right fits in your life because they're making you grow. What makes you grow? Watch this. What makes you grow is what often challenges you. So a good fit ain't just going to sit there and let you act crazy and not say nothing. Husbands, a good wife is going to say, baby, I love you. Here's some things for us to consider. Okay? All right. All right, all right ladies, stop challenging his authority in front of other people.
0: All
1: right? you, you, may feel, you may feel like the, the, big, the big man on campus. Which we got a problem in the first place because, you know, I, you got to be careful with that. But, 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 but the Bible says, say the Bible. It says that it makes the body grow. So you should be growing. That's how you know you got good fits in your life. And that, and that growth brings discomfort. That growth brings pain. You know what that growth brings? That growth also brings conflict. But just because you have conflict doesn't mean you have the wrong fit if you can grow through the conflict. Did you hear that, church? Because sometimes the first sign of conflict, you're done. You know what I mean? The first problem. I'm I'm done. I'm so done. I'm so done. And God is like, that's why I never gave you a start. (laughs) I never gave you a start because anytime there's conflict, you have an issue. People who really love you, y'all can argue, scream, holler, fuss, fight, fix it up, button it up, and come out and and look like you. (laughs) Come on, let's go. Do you need a doctor? Don't nobody need no doctor. We're good. I'm just, I'm just joking. 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 Y'all got it? Okay. So, 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 so the reality is you know you're the wrong fit when, watch this. Can, can I just give you this, this principle? Romantically, if you feel like you're settling. If you say to yourself, I'm tired of doing this, <laughs> that's probably a bad fit because that means you're just, you're settling. Okay. And settlers get slaughtered. Right? In, in business, how do you know it's a bad fit? When they don't deliver anything and in hopes they're going to deliver something, you enter the agreement. With friends, how do you know they're a bad fit? Because there's stuff you can't tell them because you won't tell them because you know you can't trust them. And here's the big question. Last one. I got a party to go to with my dream team. Is masturbation sin? How many people by a show of hands, it's okay, you're in a safe place. and nobody's gonna judge you because they don't know the answer either? How many people you say, yes, it is sin, hands up. Okay. How many say, no, it's not sin, hands up. No. Okay, folks, no. Folks, folks, folks. There's two options here. Some of y'all are like... Mm. I'm scared to say yes because I'm gonna tell what I've been doing. Okay, watch, watch, watch. I could ask another question. So how many of y'all, okay, no, I'm just playing, okay. Okay, so please vote, please. Please just vote. You're not gonna be judged. Touch your neighbor, say, you're in a safe place. Ain't nobody judging you. <laughs> Pull out your internet. Ain't nobody judging you. Okay, okay, okay. I got a party to go to, so I need y'all, I need y'all uh, my dream team party, okay? Uh, all right, all right. How many of y'all say, um, how many of y'all say that, yes, it is sin? Okay. How many say it is not sin? Okay. How many of you just ain't going to vote? <laughs> I'm going to need you to lift your hand so you can get delivered. Okay, y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Okay, um, so the statistics say that the majority of people in this room know a few things about that word. Don't look at me with that sanctified tone of face. You wasn't sanctified when you... Why are we talking about this in church, Bishop? Because we don't talk about it in church, which is why people live in bondage. And I refuse to lead a church and to lead people that are living in bondage. One of the most interesting things about the responses was I started reading some of the responses. As I'm reading them, I'm like, y'all are harder than God. Some of the responses, I'm not beating anybody up. Thank you for your responses. And some of the responses like, you know, yes, it's sin. And then, and then one person, one guy said to me, he said, yes, it's sin, but Bishop, I do it every day, so I shouldn't say nothing. I said, I, tell the truth, son, tell the truth. Huh? Some of y'all are so nervous right now. Touch your neighbor, say it's safe, it's safe, it's safe we got to have real conversations so we can get real victory. I'm sick and tired of the body of Christ playing it and talking it, but not walking it. And I'm committed to raising up a people that rule and reign and conquer and subdue. And you can't do it if you won't have the conversation. Some of the answers were like, yes, because, because it's sex with yourself. And therefore, by default, it's fornication. And then some of the answers said, yes, because the devil uses seducing. I said, this, y'all, are, this is. You ready for the answer, church? Ready for the answer? Is masturbation sin? No. Let's go Bible. Thank you for the two honest people. Come on, sir. Get me out of this guilt and condemnation and shame. But let's go Bible. Let's go Bible. Let's go Bible. Let's go Bible. Let me debunk the arguments. Y'all be on me with them cameras. Don't? No, they just do what they're supposed to. Genesis thirty-eight and nine and verse ten. Let me teach you. Let's go Bible. Okay. Okay. Let me debunk all your things. Okay. For those of you who Googled it and said it's 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 uh, uh, self damnation and no. Okay. No. Let's go Bible. Genesis thirty-eight and nine. But owning new... this is one of the scriptures people use to say it's sin. And we're going to debunk this. So in telling you the truth, I'm going to give you the answer, but then I'm going to tell you the, 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 the full truth. Say, tell us the full truth, Bishop. Okay. <laughs> Genesis 38, 9. But Onan knew that the offspring would not be his. He was commanded to go into uh, a, a woman, to have sex with a woman. So whenever he went into his brother's wife, he would waste the semen on the ground. Do you understand what he did? Say, I don't like your silence. See, you think I'm from here. I, I will. Y'all understand what he did? Okay. All right. Man, y'all know what he did? Okay. All right. <laughs> so as not to give offspring to his brother. He was commanded. It was a commandment for him to do this. He defiled the commandment to do this. Okay. Verse 10. And what he did was wicked in the sight of the Lord. What, the wickedness was him disobeying the command. If you go up to verses 7 and 8, which we're not because i got a party to go to with my dream team. But <laughs> they're trying to get this pizza. You know I'm just saying? Like, okay. <laughs> Whatever it is. Okay. Watch. And what he did was wicked in the sight of the Lord. And he put him to death also. So if you Googled this, you, you saw this scripture. And you said, ah, the God got him because he, he that's the same as masturbating. Because when you masturbate, your semen comes out and, uh, and it doesn't go into nothing. But your hand. Uh-uh. We're going to break this religious spirit. We're about to break it. Touch your neighbor said, say, we're going to break that. We're going to break that. Because I need you parents to know how to talk to your kids about it. And I need your kids to not learn about sex from their friend. Y'all not talking to me. I need your daughters to not learn about sex from somebody at the schoolhouse. I need some Christian parents to teach the Christian Bible to their children. Somebody say, say it, Bishop. Yeah, okay. So. Okay. Okay. We gotta tell the truth. Now. Now. So. 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 There it is. Now. Um, now. Here's the other thing. Of, uh, okay. So. Because if, if that logic is true, that because the seed was wasted, then that would then mean that prophylactic condoms. Then that would also mean that's the same thing. That would mean every time a woman is not impregnated, then that that would be okay. That's not the argument. Touching every side. That's ridiculous. OK, uh, there's several other arguments that people made that are just totally erroneous, not in the scripture, not in the text. And here's what I want to challenge us to do. And even for my online audience, I bet them online numbers is high. They was waiting. Preachers were sending me. Bishop, I can't wait to see tonight. I'm going to be on tonight from my church. I'm going to be watching you while I'm preaching. <laughs> All right. So so here's what I need us to do. We, our opinions irrelevant. What God says about it is what's relevant. So a lot of people are like, I feel, I think, seems to me. you got to always go Bible. Somebody say, let's go Bible. Okay. Here's the reality of masturbation. Here's where it can be step into sin. Remember that lust word? Yes, so the question is, what you doing to get there? That's where you can step off into sin. Okay? Because if you're imagining somebody else's spouse, if you're imagining f- fornicative sex, sex before marriage, okay, you, you, see, you see where it steps into that? Jesus says, I say to you, you know, whoever looks at a woman with lust in his heart, okay, and he was speaking specifically, he says he's committed adultery, the married man. So that's where you can step into sin, okay, that's the first area, what you're using to get there, got it, okay? And then the next answer question is, can we, can we have the conversation? Yes, sir. No, I know. Oh. Let's just go to the next thing. The next thing, the next thing then becomes, well, then, okay, um, so what are, you know, what are you run the risk of here? Well, what you're running the risk of is that if you, um, y- this can become uh, a gateway to a whole lot of other stuff. Simultaneously, it can be the end way to a whole lot of stuff. Okay, y'all don't want to have the real conversation. For some single folk, the only reason they didn't kept themselves Oh, this is too real. See? All right. nope, 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 nope. Nope, I'm just trying to teach you the Bible so that you don't walk out of here saying stuff God didn't say. Please stop lying on him. Oh, I got some big questions this summer. I'm doing a whole series called Taboo. We're going to talk about some stuff y'all been saying God said. God ain't never said. Um. Um, so so that, becomes, that becomes the issue there. The reality is is that the act itself, nowhere in the scripture, is it forbidden. The question becomes, what are you using to get there? Here's the next. another question that somebody had asked about this, and then I really have to quit. I'm 13 minutes over. The next question somebody asked was, well, Bishop, you know, if you're, you know, what happens you know, when you're married and, and somebody wants to bring porn into your marriage, you have a bigger problem. You only be, we only be asking this question. We need to be asking some foundational questions. If your spouse needs to bring something else in, we got, we got, a, we got, a, we got another conversation to have. Okay? Got it? You, you, your spouse, married people, your spouse should be able to take you in. See, this is why preaching won't say nothing. Because y'all sitting there. <laughs> Did he just say take in? Oh, God, and he ain't talking about prayer. Come on here. <laughs> I, so, 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 that, so that's the deal. So, so, so that's reality. The act of self is not sin. Um, the reality of the matter is, is where you can step into it is, what, is how you get to that place. And, uh, and then the reality is, is if you're married and you're talking about bringing external things in, you have deeper issues. Um, you don't have a sex issue. You have a compatibility issue. Okay? And so those are just the facts. And so that's what you got to look at. But to answer the question, and now you got Bible on the subject? Okay? What, what, what Bible do we have, Bishop? Bible doesn't address the subject. And when the Bible is silent, so should we be. You got it? Okay? And the scripture, I gave you the one scripture people try to use to say that, um, you know, it's not right, you shouldn't do it, all that, and that's not what the scripture says at all. The facts of the matter are, like I said, is that, you know, uh, it can, well, go get the CD. How about that? I ain't going to repeat myself because I got a poor ego, too. Dream Team, we about to party, amen? Yeah. All right, good. Those were your questions. We compiled, you know, done dozens and dozens of questions, and we narrowed them down to that. Here's what I want to challenge you to do with your relationships. How many people you learned some stuff that you can put into your life, not just tonight, but throughout the series? Awesome. So, amen. Would you give God glory for that? Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations.
0: Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.